0: Fun update before the episode, Uh, we are changing podcast services again. Uh, I'm not happy about it, but we have to change because I just can't. uh, The payment plan on the podcast service that we were using is just too much now, so we're going to have to change back to the system we had before. So I think there will only be 10 episodes now left in the stream at all times, so when there's a new one uploaded, it will kick the oldest episode off. However, if you're one of the 13 people that listens and you also want to listen to past episodes they're all still on youtube they're all in a youtube playlist for the real opinions podcast this change will also happen for our other podcast backstory strips uh, and again they will always be on youtube as well so if something has changed with the podcast app as well where you've suddenly gone through like five episodes at once uh, with this one being a new one that this just explains why sorry about that again and on with the very, very delayed episode. Right, hi and welcome back to Real Opinions. Today we're going to be covering just the Netflix series Stranger Things two because it's out, and I mean it feels like everyone's it's, already talking it. It's law that you have. If you have
1: like a, a a podcast or a review channel, you have to cover Stranger Things. It's, it's, it's mandated. Yeah. Should we, should we do season one real like kind of quick? As 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 con- I think in this case because it's a TV show, I think it is actually necessary. Just briefly say, I thought season one was great. Yeah. Season one was really good. Yeah, I thought season Got that one was out great. The way.
0: Yeah. yeah, I think uh, I did the review for the channel on it. You did, and that was one we because like, you did that I had... before it
1: had like blown up. And, and yeah, you... well, that's the thing was yeah.
0: that I don't want to be one of these people <laughs> where I was like, it, I, I knew about it before it was cool. Yeah, and I watched
1: but... it. Before it was cool as well because of you, and yeah, yeah.
0: because it was it was it was weird because it's kind of you kind of forget that when it did first come out, it took about a month before it reached yeah. peak popularity. Like it wasn't like they have it with this season where a countdown timer yeah. on the app every single time you open it. Like it was a kind of slow burn to mm. massive popularity, and I I feel like they did it like a month or so before Halloween, so it would build up to that. It was if it, I remember it correctly. was.
1: Um, it was around September. It was an August release. It yeah. came out at the same time as Suicide Squad, and David Harbor was in both. So it was, oh, it, was, oh, it, right. was it was August actually. Yeah, it's actually been a year. So the it was a kind of. Months.
0: So in my review, I kind of had from what I remember two negative points, mm. which was like and all the positive points. I think I'll just reiterate for the second season because they're all basically the yes. same. Um, but the two negative points were the fact that I felt like Barb was. Uh, just forgotten very easily. Again, before it was a <laughs> a meme, a, a bloody meme. <laughs> like that, that has actually made me hate that review <laughs> a tiny bit. It, it's the kind of thing where I feel like now I'm propagating something before it mm. was even a thing. Like if I come back I'd... to it, but and the second point was like the visuals, where I feel like it was a bit too sleek and yeah, a bit you deep. you you talked Modern. about how it
1: had the Netflix cinematography, and it would have been yeah. nice if, I... it, if it had all mm. older... the if it, it had, like, older style cinematography. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: And then, from what I remember talking to you, is that you had one mm. negative point that I actually have since
1: agreed with. Mm-hmm. Is this about the Demogorgon? The monster. Yeah. yeah. The Demogorgon is my... I gave it... When I, I wrote a review, and I think I gave it a nine, and my one point was the Demogorgon, mm. which I loved the build-up to the Demogorgon, and I liked how it was used yeah. initially. And then you see it, and A, it's iffy CGI... And B, it just looks really generic and like, whoa. it's one of those monsters that is in everything mm. now. It was in Star Trek Discovery. The l- most recent episode of Star Trek Discovery has one of these, uh, a kind of brownie monster with a flower face. And it's uh, it, they're <laughs> so sick of them. Um, yeah. And it just felt like they were building up a really cool monster. And then it, it looked like that. And it was CGI, mm. which did feel counter to the whole retro thing to have a, a digital monster running around. It feels
0: like every creature designer for, like, the last couple years has just read that the uh, Gilmaro Del Toro stuff about horror. Because mm. how... I I seem to remember this quote from him saying about how all of his characters have something wrong with their face. Like, <laughs> her- horrifically wrong yeah. with their face. Because that's, like, the, the part that people connect to. And so that's why they found it terrifying. The- like, that's why he did the guy with the yeah. eyes in, like, Pan's Labyrinth and stuff like that. And the fawn. And... I felt like cuz so many creatures now are just like the flower thing like it's just the face opening up mm. or it's something just it, I don't know. it's the I, new I, trend I agree with
1: you since the but... the cuz la- over yeah. the last few years before every monster was the clover field monster and now every monster is the flower face yeah. monster
0: you can definitely see the trend with that and i've since like i didn't really mind at the time but when you mentioned it it did kind of bother me with that season. Not, like,
1: massively, but it was... Like you said, It's just kind of... It doesn't build to it. They build it up so much. They build up something, and you're like, oh, what's it look like? What's it look like? It looks like a man with Mm -hmm. his face that opens up. Okay. Yeah. Going into season two,
0: I would say... The creature design, like, just just, just, I'll start with the negatives <laughs> and then just go Classic into fanboying. <laughs> I'd say that, yeah, well, no, 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 because I always do the positives mm. and then I go into way more substantially okay, more negative Skim over stuff. the negatives. So I'm trying to do, yeah. really skim. Right. Ne- okay. Yeah, I'd say that the creature design is just, it's the exact same and they don't really build on it anything. It annoyed me more. From the inside out.
1: Because you know, it's... Inside out, the upside yeah. down. <laughs> it annoyed me more in season two because... Mm. You have the opportunity to do something completely different, and what you did was just smaller. Just do them yeah. again, but smaller. It was just more of the same. Yeah, and it was it was. I was hoping for something new like, in this entire separate plane of existence. They have, and the only monsters yeah. are the, look the same but smaller. Or the smoke yeah, monster. Yeah, that 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 was another thing. Don't it's, do it, smoke it, monsters. Well, the smoke monster. Just do feels smoke like, It feels like
0: a smoke version of. It feels like a, ver- a smoke version of the Cloverfield yeah. monster.
1: Don't That's do it. smoke. Like it doesn't. Don't do clouds. Mm. Don't do gelatinous blobs. Stop doing those, mm. Hollywood. <laughs> and I agree that it wasn't
0: like again. It wasn't. I wouldn't say it took me out of it at any point, but it was just kind of. It felt like a wasted opportunity.
1: It doesn't and feel it like in keep. I know that this is because this is going to be kind of a damned if you do, damned if you don't thing. Because some people criticize Stranger Things for just literally copying these older movies and yep. not doing anything new with them. But at the same time, I think that it would be nice if they had a monster that felt like it could come from one of those older movies, whereas a big smoke monster feels like a something from a modern superhero film, not like a classic 80s monster movie. I'd like a proper old school monster, not a big, ambiguous, amorphous mass of smoke. Mm, that's I, I can kind of see where you're coming from with that. I don't... <laughs> I like monsters. I don't think that it's a problem with the... Yeah.
0: (laughs) I don't think it's a problem with, like, just the type of monster. I just think it's the lack of variety Mm. and the fact that it feels like, with everything else, like, you can say how it's trying to rip from older films and all of that, but with the monster design, it just feels like it's very current and very on trend, not in a, not in a,
1: we're bringing something new to the table way, just in a... Mm. This they, is kind they, of the easier way to the go one with the monster way that way. they divert from the old school 80s stuff is the one way I wish that they wouldn't like do don't do a crappy modern monster do a cool right yeah. do a cool yeah. old school monster <laughs> don't do the flower yeah. face don't do
0: the clover field <laughs> and my other negative point that I think continues is the cinematography stuff which mm-hmm. I think did continue with this one and I think Netflix definitely like and i was thinking about it and i think it's just because they're trying to really push the fact that they can like if you want to get like a uh, corporate y with it is that they're trying to do all the streaming 4K stuff mm. and so if someone has a grainy image they're like a moron that's just bought a 4K TV will think that it's not a good image mm. whereas a lovely clean like very crisp 4K image mm. they'll go oh it's a great quality and so i felt like and i just felt like too too clean and I I like some of the design like some of the design of the shots like I still think when Ever Eleven goes into that mind space it's a really cool Mm. thing like and they didn't use they didn't overuse it it just feels like it's just a part of the Mm. world and it's nice to kind of return to that in parts of the season Mm. but besides that I think again the visual inventiveness was it wasn't. A, again, it was just kind of a wasted opportunity. I it's, think in some places. It's
1: frustrating because you get the credits trying to look like yeah. like like in keeping with the retro style, and every yeah. time like kind of the writing starts to you know the it's, it's writing comes closer and you start to see the mm. the 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 frame you're going into through the text. The text starts to yeah. show, the, and and for a minute there's like a grainy film crackle on. And then as yeah. soon as it becomes a full image, it's gone. It's gone. So they, yeah. like, tease it for a second and then gone. <laughs> yeah.
0: And it, it, it they're, they're very min- that's a very minor point. And I think that 90% plus people don't care about that in no. the show. But it, I feel that it's just... I don't particularly care. It's not something that's taken me out of it. But I think that it's something that if they went mm. into it, they could have improved the show that much more. And I think... I don't know. The, the, the one
1: it. big problem I have with this season is the one big problem that most people have with this season, and it's an episode. So we'll save that for later yeah. instead of doing because fo- yeah. we'll get focused. We'll we will talk about that for like half an hour yeah, if we get yeah, on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so we'll we'll leave that for uh, later. Yeah. Um The best part is still the characters and Definitely Um I'm consistently impressed by how much they managed to develop them, especially when we watched them um, earlier this year. We didn't really cover it that much, but obviously there was Game of Thrones. And that started to rush a lot of character development. And when it wasn't rushing them, it felt fan servicey or kind of forced. Mm. And here everything just feels so natural, so well-developed, so just... just effortless and just well done all of the character stuff mm. is brilliant and they added new characters who i grew to like quite a lot as well while still yeah, keeping the definitely. old characters just as strong yeah. the only person who felt like they might have suffered or, or not had as much to work with this time was probably actually mike mm-hmm. but even then he, he's not in it that much they sort of de- decrease his screen time because he has less to do and when he's in it he's really good and he has, he has an arc, he has a thing. Everyone gets motivation. It reminded me a bit um, this season. My comparison is kind of Guardians of the Galaxy 2. In that, much like Guardians of the Galaxy 2, the first sort of half is a lot less plot-driven. It's a lot mm-hmm. of like character stuff, and it sort of feels very loose, and like there's no clear destination for the first half. And it's only towards the end that things start to really go towards the actual point of the story like guardians 2 but that allows them to do a lot of character stuff in the first half that's fun people get to pair up in interesting ways that you wouldn't have thought of they like explore relationships between characters that you wouldn't expect like rocket and Yondu, or in this case steve harrington and dustin and it's it's really well done and i like that a lot it's it's I realised when I was watching it, when you get to that episode seven and you cut away from all the characters you like, on one hand, it was bad. But on the other hand, it made me just realise, God, I love these characters. I want them all back. (laughs) I really do like these characters a lot.
0: When I was thinking about it, like when you described, was it the the meetup between Dustin and Steve? Mm. Like it is a thing where, like, if you put that on paper, it can very easily come off as just fan service. And I think it was, like, it kind of. It reminded me of how, like, when you were saying that, how I kind of talked about with... This seems like a stretch, but it was, like, Sherlock a few seasons mm. ago because it was the comment of, you can still include fan service in a show if it still provides more of the same and it's still, like, you use it. So the kind of... Getting the two kind of fan-favorite characters together on their own little adventure for best part of an episode could easily come off as just a, these are the 2 fun fan-favorite characters they're off having fun, mm. but they turn it into a way that I think that they managed to both develop each other very well. And very it was, well. It was fun, but it felt purposeful. and It, it felt and natural at the same time, as well.
1: It didn't feel yeah. contrived, like we needed to get a reason to get them together. It felt thought out and planned because all of Dustin's yeah. friends are off doing things, Mike's with, off with Will. The um, yeah. Lucas is off with Max. So he's alone and Steve Harrington yeah. is alone because Nancy's gone off, it felt like they actually... It just felt natural and not like let's, not like Game of Thrones Season 7 where it was like, we need to move these pieces around and mm. jump time gaps and get people moving all over the place and have make, make stupid decisions just so we can force people together. Yeah. It felt natural.
0: It, uh, I think some of the problems that I had with the even minimal ones is that I could say like with the first season I felt like Lucas... Didn't get that much to do character-wise. He was just a skeptic. But in this, he kind of gets yeah, yeah. He was just there to kind of yeah provide the skeptic's point. But in this one, he does have the kind of side plot of him with Max. Mm. And uh, in the first season, Will doesn't really do that much. Well, no. He's just he's like he's the plot. He's Georgie, <laughs> basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But in this, no, like, I think he showed that he was actually a really good child mm-hmm. actor. Like it, and it really surprised me. Like I kind of thought that he wasn't going to get as many great scenes just because they didn't have the time to develop him in the first season, mm. but they give him more time in this one. I thought uh, I felt like Nancy got and yeah. Jonathan, they got way less
1: than the last yeah. season, but at the same time, I think that was wise. Cause I think they had the least interesting part. Yeah. So I think it was, they, yeah. they it didn't bore me, but I think if they did have more, they could have, and to be honest, I would put them as two of my lower characters on in the ranking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They would be towards the bottom for me, so I don't, I don't mind. But um, I, I did like the Temple of Doom reference though with them. That was nice. Oh, and the I really think... graphic pullout joke. <laughs> <laughs> like,
0: I don't think it was really was, graphic. Like, it surprised I it was, me. It was... I, don't, I
1: don't know because it's specific. It's not just like sex. It's like a specific reference, but and it did make me go like, <laughs> oh. Okay. I don't know, it made me laugh, because I wasn't expecting and it. I thought Ragnarok there was a bit about the hammer pulling him off as yeah. well, and I was like, whoa, okay,
0: <laughs> didn't yeah.
1: see that coming.
0: I think as well with the first season is that I kind of would have taken like the Lucas not getting that much time, or the Barb stuff not getting that much attention. Mm. I felt like that was bigger deal for me then, because I kind of th- felt like it was its own singular thing, the one season. Mm. Like, I didn't actually want the second season, because I thought it worked so well mm. on its own. But now that they've done this second season and I think that it did work, yeah. I think that it was a good continuation of everything, yeah. I don't mind the idea of different characters getting more exactly. of Because it's, it's
1: from season to season. Yeah, exactly. Because that's, that's how it works. Yeah. You know, um, To go back to Game of Thrones, because it's the only other TV show that I know that well. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, you can have characters disappear for whole seasons, but it's fine because you know they'll come back. Mm. So yeah, it doesn't matter if someone doesn't have an arc, you don't need to purposefully engineer and force one in for the sake of it
0: no but at the same time i don't i wouldn't say that every i'd say that every character grows in some way in the season but it it doesn't feel like yeah exactly like the the whole the nancy and jonathan thing they only really grow in the first half of the season and that's Mm. it and that's that's fine fine because it like it provides the reasoning for it and also at the same time it's good because they they have like every character actually has something to do Mm. they're not just Like again to go back to the Game of Thrones comparison, where it feels like they're just stuck with it because they've given, they've made so many characters now. Mm. But it feels like loads of those characters are just tagging along to do something. But it doesn't feel like it's at that stage yet with Stranger Mm. Things. It feels like every character is doing something; they have their own Mm. purpose, Uh, and uh, that's why I think I think the middle of the season was where it was really great for me. Where it was, I
1: think it was really. Yeah, just the fact that everyone had an engaging yeah. storyline. Uh, it was when it felt the same most time. fun. It was when like the adventure yeah. was starting, but it wasn't at its darker stages. And it did feel fun. Like there was one moment that I really loved. It's not like a big deal or anything, but it just I did feel mm. really excited when I was watching it. I didn't realise quite how like into it I was until then. Is the bit where mm. it's like cutting between the soldiers going down into the like demagogony maze And the kids preparing to fight in the junkyard and it kept intercutting between those two things and I was like, Yay! I was really excited. I think
0: it was the same it kinda is the same thing with the first season in that respect, in that it was very it's very good at the build up. Mm. And, like, they're getting characters interacting, you're getting it fun, and intercutting between the different uh, stories. That intercutting That's where they're at
1: their... That's where they're at their bit. Because they do a really good thing of ending... Almost every scene ends on what another show could end as, like, an episode-ending cliffhanger. Every scene has, like, an exciting cliffhanger. You cut to someone else to see the resolvement of their cliffhanger. So you're never like, oh, why'd you cut away? Because each line Mm. is interesting. Then when you get to episode seven, they can't do that because they're stuck with one storyline. And you do lose that sense of like, yeah, yeah, what next? What next? That that kind of motion and drive. Definitely. And it it really does feel like, I've seen loads of critics call it a speed bump. And that is exactly what it feels like. It just feels like, "Mm, doof. Definitely. And a whole episode just lumbered <laughs> with yeah. with with one plot line and the worst plot
0: line <laughs> yeah to go back to the point that you were just making about the kind of the rhythm of everything mm. uh i can't remember what the critic is that talks about it but they they kind of coined that as like the meanwhile back at the ranch oh yeah storytelling if you've heard yeah. that, like and that, like they were uh, they've used that for examples for lots of classic adventure films yeah and I think this is a really great example yeah. of how to do it, not just, like, within a film, but within, like, it can work very well in a TV episodic format. Yeah. Like you said, it does feel like sometimes with episodes, it, it a scene will end and you think that's the end of the episode and then it keeps going and it and still feels just thing. as engaging. Yeah. Like, it's really engaging TV. And uh, people kind of talk about the Netflix thing and they say, like, people just binge it because it's there. Mm. But this is an example. I agree I, that I it's kind of the same with some shows. Yeah. Some of their shows, that's true. But I think with net with Stranger Things, they've really got a handle on, on how them, what makes it yeah. engaging to you. Because that's
1: I I I am not like a, a binge watchy person. I can't. It takes me ages to finish no. a show. And this I I can binge watch just because a it's consistently good. Like that episode mm. seven was the first bad episode, the only yes. bad episode they've had. And it's I think it's. It's not because they tried something new. It's just that they—I think they didn't try something new. All the qualities they—they tried something new for Stranger Things, but they tried one of the oldest, like least new things imaginable. It was new, yeah. It was new for Stranger Hmm. Things, but it was not new at all. Yeah. Uh, Let's just go back to some of the positives. I thought that I still think. I know some people. Some people criticise this element of it. I, I think, A, I don't think it's true. And B, I think even if it was true, I don't think I'd care. But I think they do the nostalgia hints and the nostalgic little references really well. I don't think that it ever feels like, remember the 80s? Like, they all feels natural and charming. And even if it did, who cares? Like, mm. period, nostalgia stuff is fun. It's 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 nice anyway, but I liked all of the, the 80s Stuff again as I did the first time. Yeah. It's the difference
0: between wearing its references on its sleeve and mm. trying to pretend that you're something. Oh, I, I wasn't talking because so I much think... about
1: the the story reference, I was talking more about the things like remember Dig Dug, like the oh, the, you mean the very, the, very the, the period ones. detail sort of stuff. And they did what they did yeah. with the first one, which was they made that stuff plot relevant as again, like the Dig Dug, yes,
0: yeah, was
1: how you get introduced to. To max through her high score yeah. Dungeons and Dragons is still naming monsters for us and things like yeah. that so yeah. like they make it relevant it never feels like the film stops dead to go like sorry I called it a film it never feels like the TV show stops yeah. dead to like have like a character go hey look at this I don't know look at this Walkman that I've just found oh cool mm. what's that and like, like they sit and have a, a big conversation yeah. about a dated piece of technology or whatever it just feels natural and
0: it's good. I think that definitely shines through in the fact that, what is it, Ready Player One mm. is coming out. Which later is this like. Year, the... Which is going to be complete overkill on mm. all of that. Which I think, if anything, it might lead to a, a slight negative <laughs> lead for Stranger Things 3 or whatever, mm. because it is such in your fa- And I think that they definitely
1: do well to avoid the references for the sake of references yeah. trap. But I don't think it would annoy me that much, even if they did. I think I'd still find it fun. I don't think I'd get that annoyed. Mm. But also, yeah, the, the actual references from, from a story perspective are, are there, yeah. And it doesn't present itself as, as original. They even have that, that, that I did like, this was something, again, I'll use Game of Thrones as a comparison. In this season of Game of Thrones, there was that bit where they met Gendry and went like, I thought you were still rowing a boat. Um, and it was mm, like a very yeah. kind of forced reference at the memes and the jokes and the, and the criticism, like a, a, a forced meta moment. Whereas this had one that I genuinely liked when Lucas told the story to Max and at the end she went like, oh, it wasn't that original. I wish you'd sort of come up with your own ideas and things. And like, I yeah. liked that. That was funny. <laughs> and it wasn't as, as like hitting you over the head with it as that Gendry reference
0: was. Yeah, I think it's just the difference between that was a like, it's a believable criticism and also the person is telling it as a story to yeah. another character. So it makes sense in the context. Whereas the, I thought you were still rowing. <laughs> joke only it doesn't make it, sense like, it wouldn't it, do, it, do, well, it wouldn't it why would he think that he'd have no reason it to think because that. it's a joke by it's a, it was a joke that was reiterated thousands of times by commentators online like if someone made the gendry is still rowing joke at that point online then people would say it was an old joke mm. it was it, it wasn't even that funny to begin no, with That also it doesn't help yeah, it, it felt like it was the fa- the fandom seeping into the show, which
1: is I think the point where I was trying to make is that this didn't feel like that in Stranger Things, no. which felt r- quite impressively like it had managed to almost ignore it because even mm. even the justice for Barb bullshit, which I was always like I didn't That's even what think was, what yeah, you thought going to segue into because because when you said that, that when you first watched um, Stranger Things, you had that whole thing with Barb. I didn't think that at all. I just thought it was completely fine. Like she got killed. They found out she got killed. Nancy cried. End of. I didn't see what what more people wanted, apart from a whole episode where Nancy goes to see a therapist and talks about her feelings or something. I don't I didn't understand what people wanted. I don't understand what what they thought was missing. But I didn't think that this was anywhere near as bad as I was expecting. I was expecting something really laborious, really kind of like, like I was expecting a whole episode with Bob's parents or something. I was expecting it to really go for it. And instead it was more of a plot thing where they decide to expose everything because it's the one year anniversary. And that I was fine with that. Mm. I, I was expecting much much something much more forced and much more pandering from it. I
0: was not looking forward to it at all. Mm. Even though I originally said it, it wasn't because I th- sort of changed my mind on the fact that I still. I think if I went back and watched it, I think I'd still probably agree with the idea of they do some kind of seem to brush Barb mm. under the carpet just because it's a side character. Like that's it. Mm. But since it was becoming a meme, mm. I just didn't want them to address it because of the fear of it, like I said before, like the fandom seeping into a show. Before it becomes show. Yeah, like corroding it before I even had the like, the, mm. the chance to begin properly. But I think that they handled it in the best way that they yeah. could because they used it to develop the characters that we already have as opposed to just say, Bob's parents are here, mm. aren't they cool? Mm. And it, well, it did eventually lead to the new character of the investigative like journalist, the private eye. But he was a fun character. He was in it for one episode, really. Mm. Like It was a thing that I felt like they could have written before all of the Justice for Barb stuff came out. Mm. It felt like a logical continuation mm. as opposed to a we've got to write this in yeah. edition.
1: I liked all the new characters yeah. as well. We kind of touched upon that. Mm-hmm. Bob was, was, a, was a good character. I liked they did what they... Because what they did with the first season that was so good was introducing... None of the characters are that original. They are the sort of stock characters from these type of things. Yes. Yeah. But then they don't do the stock things with the stock characters. Steve Harrington being the best example of like, here's the high school jock. But actually, he's quite nice. And you can see why people would think Mm -hmm. he's cool. And in this season, they did it again with um, Paul Reiser as the doctor, who it's like, oh, he's going to be shaped. No, he's perfectly nice. He's perfectly, (laughs) he's a good guy. And the same, I thought the same thing at one point about Bob, where he was so nice so understanding that i thought either a he's going to turn out to be a coward and leave them at like the mm. like like the, the lawyer in Jurassic Park he's going to like run out and get killed b yeah. he might be bad which wasn't that likely or c this is what i was honestly expecting was that maybe he had something to do with it felt guilty was still a good guy but he was hiding something from his past but no yeah <laughs> no he was just a nice guy <laughs> and i liked that i liked that they they continually uh, avoid... Like, it's not like they're actively subverting cliches or doing anything too, no. like, nudge nudge widge, wink wink with it. They just don't do the most obvious thing. And that's mm. good. I
0: didn't think it until someone brought it up to me, the idea of him maybe being evil, mm. like, halfway through I was watching the series. If that person hadn't have told me, I might have just thought he was a good guy all the yeah. way through and not
1: thought about I didn't it. think he would be but a bad guy, I thought idea he of... might like, like I said, be a coward or, or abandon them. I didn't theater. think he
0: was going to be, like, full-on evil, but I thought it was going to be a thing where he was working for yeah, the um, yeah, exactly. the government agency just to keep eyes on yes. everything. Yes,
1: that's, a... that's that, that, was, that was what I meant when I said he'd have something to hide. Yeah, like that.
0: It was a moment where you weren't expect because, as well, with, with the first season, Barb died off-screen. Mm. I mean, you got the flash of her decaying body, but it was really just a flash mm. on-screen. But with this, you end the episode with just like, zooming in on his, his corpse being devoured. <laughs> Not, like, full Shaun of the Dead style. It was a <laughs> bit more PG than that, but it was another stage where it was kind of going, this is taking a step darker mm. than last time. And I liked that they did it with him.
1: He was good. The new Doctor was good. And I like Max yeah. a lot. I actually, Max was one of my favourite characters. I, I like Max quite a lot. And her brother. Oh, even her brother, who, again... Sort of starts that way, and it's not like they don't do anything to fully subvert him, but they do give him that one scene with his dad. So even someone like him, who could have very easily just gotten away with being just a dick, they gave him yeah. something. Yeah, and I didn't want him to be fully good at
0: the end of the yeah. season. Yeah, because it was just going to Steve be Steve Harrington, Harrington yeah. again. Yeah, uh, because it was basically just he's vis- he's even badder than Steve Harrington mm. was, and then it's gonna like. And I thought, oh, okay, so they're just gonna flip it around by the end but I liked that they just kind of left him half-finished, almost. Like, on the way to being something, which I liked, again, because it was... It didn't feel like it was just a complete rinse and repeat Mm. of last Mm. season. Mm. Although I I could say that with the overall plot, I could say that you could make that argument kind of strongly for... It's just more of the same. Eh. Eh. I don't know about that. I know there were aspects that were different from it, but I felt like the overall I don't know, arcing thing of she's got to close the gate again. Could you actually answer this of... is
1: this isn't part of a discussion or, or, or criticism or any kind of point. This is a genuine question that I have. A genuine <laughs> right. question, because I feel like I missed something. When um when they have Will and they have him like in that room and they've like disguised the room to make it look like it's so the so the the shadow king or whatever they bloody call him, <laughs> what's the shadow? Mind king? player. That that was Legion, wasn't it? The mind player. They they so that he doesn't know where he is, and then the phone rings, and they all go like, oh no, the phone rings, and they tear it down, mm. and then Steve goes, like Steve said exactly what I was thinking, which is so what it was just a phone, it could be anywhere, yeah, and I and I went yeah yeah. Are you going to answer him? Or no, is that just it? I know that the phone was well, ringing throughout the season, yeah. but it's still just a
0: phone. Mm. I was with Steve when he first said that. It's like, it's just a phone. But then I thought, like, phone sounds, dials are slightly different. Is it? Like, I couldn't tell
1: you what my phone between sounds Between models right? of phones, yeah. I couldn't.
0: You wouldn't be able to recognise, like, if they played, like, five different phone rings, you wouldn't be able to recognise your home phone ring. No. Should Okay, I? that's weird. Okay. Yeah, I thought... Especially if, like, you're a kid, and that's like a constant thing. No, I would have thought that. Okay, not at all. I, 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 I don't think I'd recognize it if you I told was me. A, I thought it was a bit of a stretch, but I, I didn't find it completely. So I didn't miss
1: anything then. I didn't no, miss it. Okay, I, d- good. I wouldn't
0: say it's completely unbelievable though. Like I would say it's the kind of thing where it's just the familiarity of it. How kind of like as a kid you can tell who, like which family member is coming up the stairs because you you remember what sounds like slightly different for each person coming up the stairs, and to someone that would sound completely ridiculous but you just know because you recognize it as a familiar thing or you could just pull a face the whole time that'd be really great that really helps
1: my point um the soundtrack was still really good as well um cuz they <laughs>
0: yeah good segue good <laughs> from the phone ringing they they had the some soundtrack. some
1: good new some good new um motifs in there good new beats <laughs> like the that moment i was describing where it was intercutting between the two yeah, Lines have actually yeah, had I a really good theme, and they used it again later when they were when they were um, taping up the house and all that. I thought that was good. Mm. Music was all good, and they used um they used way more um, licensed music this time, like way yeah. more. I think they just had more of a budget, but, but <laughs> I thought it worked. So there were some like obvious songs in there, but then there were some that I liked. They used this, one of the songs from Highlander, um, and that one's used really well. Right. It's um it's when Stephen and Dustin and. Uh, Driving along, and then they, he gets out the back from the trunk. It's a Queen song yeah. with the cool guitar, and that one was used really well. So I liked it; it was good. Yeah. Should um, we move on to the elephant in the room now?
0: <laughs> yeah, just as a, like a a prenote to the elephant in the room is that I kind of started off the season, and I it was in that moment where it was less plot driven episodes, like you said, more mm. character. Just it was a bit looser, mm. and I was watching it, and I thought, do I not enjoy these characters as much as I thought I did? Because I wasn't enjoying the first two seasons, the first two episodes that much. Oh really? Okay. But after finishing the season and realizing, yeah, I do really enjoy these characters, so I thought, what was wrong? And then I realized I think it was just because I watched the first two episodes back to back, and it started with that very first scene of the series, it did. which completely put a sour note on everything. And, <laughs> I really, and it was one of those, it, like, it was one of those things where I genuinely, where like she pulls down the sleeve mm. and it's got the mm. eight, and I'm like, oh.
1: Okay. I'm glad. I will say I was so, so glad that it was only contained to one episode, at the very yeah. least. No, I definitely agree with you on that. <laughs> like, yeah. at least. Because it's it's not just... Because this is the thing. I know a lot of people will say, like, Oh, you just didn't like it because they did something different. It's like, no, it's because they did something shit. They, they, yeah. <laughs> they filled it with the most, yeah. like, unlikable... I, I, I Is it just me, or not only were the characters quite unlikable, but were they the only bad actors that Stranger Things has had. That guy with the mohawk was terrible. The one who mm, kept calling us Sherry Temple. No. Ah, Sherry Temple's going to get an old kill. Oh, God, he was annoying. They were I bad. think the thing is, is that you kind of touched on it before, but the
0: idea is that with a lot of the Stranger Things cast is that they set them up as very mm. tropy characters, and then they develop them. Mm. And then you, you enjoy them more because they're more than, they become more than just their tropes. Mm. With this one episode, they establish a handful of tropes that are then gone by the end of the episode and you don't care whatsoever. And And they're not even like the fun ones, like the jock mm, or the nerdy kid. Irritating It's just anarchist. It's just slight degrees of variations of movie punks. They're not real punks.
1: They would get the shit kicked out of them in real life. (laughs) They are very irritating. There was that one bit. I think the point where I realised just how much I was not enjoying the episode was after Eleven has a talk with eight whatever the fuck her name was um she comes out and uh, and one of them says like oh did you did you tell give her a nursery rhyme and like, what and then another one goes oh mcdonald had and they just start singing and like, oh god i hate you people <laughs> so much i hate you so much and then um it's yeah. it all feels like a really bad episode of heroes Which was not helped by the fact that the theme that they come up with for number eight is exactly the same as the heroes' music. It's that kind of. I didn't. If you listen, if you go, I have never watched uh, heroes. Well, the heroes' music—it's like this woman humming, and it's Mm. the same music that they give to to number eight. (laughs) And I'm like, you're genuinely trying to make this like heroes, Mm. because that is not a good thing. And it just goes through. It only goes through superhero cliche moments. Like the, yeah. the Magneto and Professor X learning teaching him how to use his power. But it's the opposite. It's just yeah. use your anger. That's yeah. the idea. Just use your anger and it will be great. And then they don't even do anything fun. It's not no. like they go on a cool, exciting adventure. They go to a guy's house no. and then leave. They don't do anything. Mm. There's nothing exciting about it. It's just bad characters without cutting away to the people we like. You lose the retro thing and it starts to just feel yeah. like it might as well be set now. So it, yeah. it, it's just completely pointless. Because I, I
0: kind of thought, do I just not like it because it's in a city? Mm. Because it's kind of lo- lost that small scale mm. thing. But no, it's, you're right. It's because when you just set something in a city, it doesn't matter what decade mm. it is. It still just looks like a city. Like it doesn't feel like it's the eighties anymore, it just feels like
1: like you said, just any it could be any teen teen drama mm. or whatever. Yeah. I'm glad it didn't ruin Eleven. Mm. Like Eleven emerges in the next episode unscathed, she's still fine, there's nothing wrong with it with eleven. It's they didn't ruin it. And hopefully we'll just forget this ever happened.
0: Well, that's what even, like, even still, the episode has a bad taste in my mouth because I know that they're going to have to bring that character back at some mm. point, and I really don't care. Mm. I just, I'd want it just brushed under the rug. If I watched the season again, I would skip that episode, mm. and I would skip
1: the first three minutes. As much as some episode people one. will yeah. go, oh, it's, I've seen people defend it. A fair few, not just people we know, but a fair few people have said, like, oh, it's it's vital for Eleven's character arc. A, not really. She does not no. much have, She doesn't learn much. She just the only mm. reason she comes back is because she sees they're in danger. It's not like she learns something that makes her want to go back. She doesn't learn that, mm. that that's her home all along. B, as you pointed yeah. out, only because they make it vital. That's that's a conscious yeah. choice. That's the thing. Well, that's uh, I was kind
0: of thinking of how do I like explain this in analogy to you, and I thought I'll just save it for. Podcast, mm. but it's like if you had like a, a building, and in the middle is this really terrible like structure pole mm. that just it is in, in the way of everything, and it makes everything look awful. And you're like, why did you put this there? And you go, well, it's vital. And it's like, no, <laughs> because you you built you put it there. It's only vital because you put it there. Like it, it the, like uh, it's it is only vital because they decided to write that whole mm. thing. Like they could just write it as she learnt it from her mum mm. or whatever. They could just give uh, another scene towards the mum character Mm. or anything like that like learning to use your anger is something that she could have learned from any characters it doesn't have to be from her sister and it felt like it was just because they it it was one of those things as well where it felt like they got the note of this is season two we need to expand the the law of everything so we'll add another child with powers and i think it made me feel like 11 was less special Mm. and at the same time by giving her making the other character really irritating i was like do I find Eleven a tiny bit irritating yeah. now as well? Yeah. Like just by association. Luckily, um, also I really liked Eleven's hair at the beginning, and they ruined her hair.
1: <laughs> like that. I will the on the subject of Eleven though we didn't really talk about it, but uh, uh, Steve and Dustin was a great team up, and I also thought that Hopper and Eleven was a really good relationship that they yep. developed. Uh, Hopper's probably my either my favorite character or my second favorite character. I think he doesn't get the mm. praise that he deserves because everyone focuses on the kids because yes. it's, like it's like one of those kids' adventure films, so everyone focuses on them. But Hopper's a really good character and David Harbour's a really good yeah. actor.
0: And I think that it was, again, just a, it was a natural continuation mm. of him having a father-daughter relationship as a natural continuation of his mm. backstory that they sort of did well to develop with season mm. one and they didn't have to rely on flashbacks again for this season for it to make sense, like a continuation. Mm. It felt natural, it felt fun... And it made sense for both the character to development.
1: Yeah, yeah. All the team ups are good.
0: All the te- all the duos are good. Yeah, but that episode, like that episode, was just like I was messaging you throughout it, and it was. I agreed. Like, there's a lot of tropes in the normal season, but it's all the fun. It's it's fun tropes, mm. and again, they they slightly do stuff different, or it's just the combination of things are different. This was just. Like I was, as I was messaging you, as I was watching it, because it was the only episode that I went on my phone for, because Mm. I couldn't, I wasn't caring, and because I knew where the episode was going to go. Like less than halfway into it, because it is just the typical story of good girl gets in with the bad
1: guys. They don't even use the powers in a fun way. The only part that was remotely fun was her like making that one guy think that the bathroom was flooding. But other than that they use the powers in generic dull ways as well. Yeah. And it's and it's also the point that yes Stranger Things does um use a lot of of references and things from other shows and films. But they they're old things that we don't have anymore. Whereas we have plenty Plenty of superhero things. So doing, so taking things from them doesn't feel like a charming yeah. homage. It just feels like another one.
0: You, you mentioned right at the very beginning, like you impressed how they continued to develop mm. the characters, and I and that was I would agree with the same. And with this one is that that's why I kind of I watch another episode because like with all the like they got the momentum as well as I feel like the characters can keep developing. Like they mm. always can. And it was the first episode where I watched it, and I thought. I know where the character's going to get to it at the end of the episode, mm. like I definitely know, and it didn't feel like genuine development. It felt like directed development, mm. like mm. it was felt like she has to do this because again, it's vital because we put it there
1: mm. uh the other the only other sort of specific thing I want to talk about is the ending, the ending ending mm. uh in the prom, which is lovely. It was just a really, really, yeah. really good ending. Uh, yeah. Like again, to use the Guardians comparison, a bit like the um, the funeral at the end of Guardians too. It was a nice culmination of everyone's arcs in a in a way that wasn't yeah. forced and over happy. Like I like that Dustin didn't find somebody, but they gave him. It was a bit a bittersweet thing, and it worked really well. It was a really, really good ending.
0: Let's also as well like, and I like... I liked that it was strange that for the season where I felt like it was a complete thing, they put a cliffhanger in, and then for the season where I felt like now I can get into the idea of it being being a continuing story, mm. they didn't have any cliffhangers. But I quite liked mm. that. Like, I just thought it was an, it was a sweet scene to end on, and I think that they did it. It worked well. Well, and I think that it was a, yeah a further continuation of, like, these character relationships that have built up in this season specifically. Mm. So like the so so the Dustin and Steve like relationship pays off. Mm. Like, in the fact that they're, they're basically... Oh, the hair. like the They are friends now at the end of it. Yeah, and the <laughs> hair tips, which actually... I think it makes sense. Mm. And I, I liked the... The
1: only... Bar that one episode, which I almost... Like, it's... Like, as a criticism of the whole season, rather than that one episode, my only problem is mm. still, as we said, the demagogans and the horror elements don't feel yep. as strong as the rest of it. And I don't know why, because they seem to... Like doing them, they put a lot of emphasis on them. But I just wish that, yeah. like, it would be nice if it was actually scary. I think that would be fun. But the horror elements, they the build up to them is always great. Like that moment where they're all walking into the into the tunnel, it was like really exciting. And then they kind of just got yeah. picked off in the fog. And it it feels like the build up is always really really exciting, and then just sort of a CGI monster runs out and they run away. And it it never yeah. it never feels like the horror element of it pays off. Luckily, the character elements do coming of age stuff does the comedy often does but the, yeah the horror kind of i think that for season three i'd like them to improve that it's just that i think
0: that there's room wait there's a lot of room for improvement with that mm. and i think that the, the the thing is is that i could see myself enjoying another season more than these two mm. if they did that really well yeah which i, even... I kind of see as like a silver lining to the fact that it, i i don't feel
1: like we've done everything no now Um and like like for example the part where the mon the, the demodogs were running amok in the in the facility. That was probably the mm. strongest horror moment. But even then it was kind of yeah. like he he hid in the closet. That was like it like there wasn't it, it didn't feel like they they do enough with the demodogs and the demogorgons. Yeah. They don't they don't use them as well as they could. And I yeah. get no, I, I get that they're putting agree. the emphasis on the characters and that's great. I'm not asking them to take away more character moments or take away from the character moments yep. you can have the same ratio of character to horror just do the horror bits better well you've got a whole episode of horror moments <laughs> in your budget <laughs> if you just take away one episode yeah. that's what i'm saying that would have been how good they could have cut that episode out and have a whole episode of the demodog siege on the facility instead of just like the 15 minutes that they have they could have done a whole episode of that. That could have been their self-contained bottle <laughs> episode. That would have been so much better than the bollocks that we got. Okay, so I'll I'll close up. I'll close up. Jack has has disappeared and he is going to record an additional goodbye. So I won't do that because I'm not very good at them. Au revoir. See, I did a different one. I didn't do the same voice. I I, I tried a linguistic reference.
0: Jack again, back on his phone. Yeah, uh, my, my microphone died at the end of that. Uh, if for some reason you weren't listening at the very beginning, the, the podcast feed has changed now. We've had to change services, so there's going to be a bit of a difficulty with the feed now. Uh, only 10 or so episodes will appear on the feed at any time, with the old ones being kicked off whenever a new one appears. But if you ever want to listen to an old episode, they are just all on YouTube, or every single new one gets uploaded to YouTube anyway. So you, I would, I would just follow through there. Anyway, thank you very much for listening and subs- subscribe? Oh, I don't know.